are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Welcome to another edition of your podcast, the Freeform. Oh, my podcast. I've got it in my hand, Bobby. Podcast. <laughs> so what's up, Lee? How you doing? Ah, what's up is the podcast in my head, but hey, how are you doing, Mark? I'm doing all right. I'm I'm messing around with, I don't know what it is, but it, it seems to be bobbing and boobing all over the place. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boop? Yeah, bibbidi-bobbidi-boop. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, that's, that's, a Vinnie, that's, that's a Vinnie Vincent song. Vinnie Vincent, blah, 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 blah. Vinnie Vincent can't play anymore. That's why he keeps uh, yeah. canceling shows. He goes, "I'm not ready." I don't think he's ever going to be ready. You know what I hear? I I, I heard um, recently that there there were concert like posters for shows that he canceled, and he's now selling them and signing them. Probably. Yeah, that's what I hear. He's learned from the he's, great. He's learned from the great Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, he, he's learned from the great Gene Simmons. You don't have to put out much product, as long as what you put out costs a lot of money, and you keep selling it. All right. Well, uh, kiss, kiss, kiss. They finally came up, came and said they know the date that they're going to do their final show, but I don't think they've said it, and they know what they're oh. going to do. I hope they bring out some deep tracks for the real fans, you know. <laughs> I, I hope that I, I hope that they um, make their final show next month. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, 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 I just don't like the fact that they keep playing, uh, only because I'm not going to the shows. So, because I'm not going, I just decided, hey, you, you should stop. But, but I'm, but they don't listen to me. My my friend, my friend from work, uh, he got tickets to Kiss. He didn't pay for them. His friend gave it to him and his wife, and they went with them. He's That's never, good. he never really listens to Kiss. He's not really a hard rock music fan, or or really a hard rock. He likes Queen and stuff like that, but he's not. He's oh. basically into like newer shit. Like freaking yeah. Kendrick Lamar and all that crap, but he, but he went to the Kiss show. He said, "Oh, I said you've been to any concerts lately?" He goes, "Yeah, I went to Kiss. You went to Kiss?" And he goes, "Yeah." I go, "How was it?" And he goes, "Eh." And I go, "Why? Why wasn't the show good?" He says, "Yeah, the show was good, but eh, we didn't know the, any of the songs." And I thought Gene Simmons was the lead singer. And I go, "He does sing on some tracks." And he goes, "Well, it was the other guy." You could tell he doesn't know who the fuck they are. But it was funny. <laughs> he didn't enjoy it, and he doesn't even know who they are. You know, you people say. I think that's the good thing: <laughs> the fact that he didn't know who they were. He didn't buy the tickets. That's the kind of people who should go to the show. So they sit there and sit on their hands and go, eh. Yeah! I think that's the best thing. I, I, I'm I sick and fucking tired of these people who who go, Whoa, that's Ace Frilly! And their granddad says, Shut up, that's Tommy Thayer. And, 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 and they go, I'm sorry, Daddy. And they go, Now listen to Hell or Hallelujah. That's <laughs> a 40-year-old song. Yeah, uh, well, I like the I like Kiss from the seventies till like Vinnie Vincent till I liked I really liked um, uh, what's the album with the weird the painted cover Animalize that was a great album. Oh uh, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I like that one, and I liked Revenge. Um, pretty cool. Uh, but I, I like um, I like I, Kiss, I, but I I'm, not, I'm, like I'm not I'm not yeah. a, I'm not I'm not a Kiss nerd. I'm not a Kiss. Kiss. Yeah, I'm a casual Kiss listener. You know, I do like Kiss. I enjoy it. They're on my. I, I got about five albums on there, and when they come oh, on, yeah. I, I like it. I have a live two on there. I have. That's cool. I have albums by Kiss I do like, and they're really good. I just remember when I was a kid, and my my friend, I guess he was a really killer Kiss fan, and he would they would get they, him and his friends would get up and they'd run off us like a stage and jump, and they go Peter Chris, Paul Stanley. Gene Simmons and they go, Mark, you're you're Ace Frehley and I go, Ace Frehley. <laughs> I didn't know how to say his name. I didn't even know who the fuck he was. 
I didn't oh. get into Kiss like I've said this before in the podcast. I didn't get into Kiss till I heard Fraley's comment, and I freaking love Ace Fraley. But the, you know what? Let's talk about oh, Ace yeah. Fraley a little bit. What is his problem? He keeps like coming talking about Kiss, and nobody's asking him about it. Um, that 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 sounds almost like someone who just has stomach upset, and the food keeps coming up even though they don't ask them to burp it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he's just as much a part of the greedy machine as they are. It's just that he's kind of like, it, it would be like if he went up to a woman and said, you know what, you think you're so cool, but I ain't going to ask you out because I'm too cool for that. But then he comes back and says, does that mean you go out with me? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, um, you know, like, like, he's just pretending one thing, but he's, he's just like them. I, I, I would have saw him in California when I was in California, except, um, I mean, oh, damn it. I'm sorry, my, my, um, phone. But anyway, um, they would have, I would have gone there. For sixty bucks, maybe twenty bucks more than what I usually pay for a ticket. But I would have gone if I could have met him. But then I find out it's like a two hundred dollar meet and greet, and then the tickets were boosted up two hundred bucks. Holy shit! Fuck that shit! I ain't gonna go. <laughs> but, no fucking way. But it's like he's saying I was the coolest member in Kiss. I was this. I was that. And. It sounds like he's butthurt that Kiss didn't invite him on the fel- the end tour. It seems like he wants to be a part of it. He wants to get in. I remember him on Eddie Trunk. He says, oh, if they call me, I'll go. But nobody's called me yet, you know. But I, think, seems- I think it's all fucked up. I think the only guy I'd want to meet is Peter Chris. Because uh, even guy. if he wants to... Huh? <laughs> I said, oh. fuck that well, guy. Well, I, well, well, well I, you might not like his vocals, but I mean, just his honesty as far as... I mean, I would pay for his meal. I think mm. that he would be cool with if I if I paid for his meal. It might be a four hundred dollar meal, so that might might make me a little bit upset. But 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 as far as just the meal itself, he talk about how things are fucked up. I you you know I mean well I mean, Ace he, is pretty he, honest he, too. He probably do that. Ace always like answers questions yeah. honestly. You know he never but he's, shies away from shit. He's like Jello pudding. He's like I'll answer you, but it's he's too sweet. He doesn't he doesn't really give the dirt. Yeah, I well, think. Well, I just think he needs to shut up. He's got a killer backing band right now. He's got Gene Simmons band, and they're really good. And yeah. he should just be happy, man. And, and he's freaking he's the the biggest selling solo artist outside of Kiss. So he should be happy of that. I think his new album could should should be called Ace Tape, and he has a big wad of masking tape on his mouth all right so that's a, that's our little kiss rant now we got we're, we our album what we're doing today is 2014 foo fighters sonic highways but before we yeah. get into that we have this little thing that we're probably going to end pretty soon called a newer artist spotlight goody goody yeah lee doesn't like it and i'm starting to feel the way he does Lee picked. Thank you. Lee picked Gorilla Toss, Green Apple, and I picked a guy named Craig Strickland, Stickland, called Burn Ew. It Down. So here's. You didn't even know what it is. And you went, Ew. Oh, Craig Deodorant Stickland. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stickland up your butt. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I might listen. Stickland now. up your ass. Okay. All right. So All here's. Right. Gor- Ew, okay. Ew. Like. Uh, gruddy. <laughs> Alright, so here's Gorilla Toss, Green Apple, and Craig Stickland burn it down on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
time for celebration. Any day's a day for vacation. I'm alive and feel like it tonight. Colorado, Arizona, Vegas. Everywhere I'm making friends with strangers. And everybody wants to get inspired. That was our newer artist spotlight with with uh, Gorilla Toss, Green Apple, and Craig Stickland. Burn it down. Now let's get into this album. Uh, this is like, I love the Foo Fighters. I really love them. I love them a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Ah, and, shit. and this is my favorite album by them. Oh my god, this album! I the album before you this. You sound like like a Jackie Collins. Um, um, heroin who's like, oh my god, the <laughs> rabbit um, fur smells like awesome skunk oil. A anyway, go on. Well, this is a pretty short album. It comes in at 42 minutes and 3 seconds, so fuck. That's what I liked about it. Eight songs, dude. It's like old school rock. I just fucking love it, and I love this album. My favorite album before this one was Wasting Light. And we'll do that one on a new uh, podcast ah. to come sometime. But Sonic Highways is the eighth studio album by American rock band Foo Fighters. It was produced by Butch Vig and was released on November 10th, 2014 on RCA Records. In writing the album's eight songs, singer and guitarist Dave Grohl traveled to eight cities across the United States to conduct interviews with musicians, recording engineers, record producers, and other individuals discussing each city's musical story. When he used the as inspiration, and he used as inspiration for the song lyrics, the band and Vig then traveled to a different recording location in each city to record the songs. Each track features contributions contrib from one or more musicians with ties to that city's musical history. The process was filmed and championed. Companion television series, I mean, companion television series, Foo Fighters Sonic Highways, which was broadcast on HBO in the months surrounding the album's release, which I suggest you guys go on HBO Go or wherever you got HBO on demand or whatever. 
This is a killer documentary about killer and cities. And you get to see Dave Grohl just go around in a truck saying, look at that squirrel. Look at that blackberry bush. Ooh. <laughs> well, you should go check. You should watch this. It's a very good documentary series. Even if you don't like the Foo Fighters, you get like musical history on each studio they did. Like they recorded in a church that was a, a converted church into a studio, which gave them some cool sounds. And there's some really good, really good. Um, Musicians that played with them in each of, on each of these songs, and I got I wrote down two of them that I really oh, like. So let's okay. get into this album, shall we? Hmm. Hmm. Things that make all right, things all that right. make Lego. Hmm. Yeah, all right, let's yeah. get into you the. You don't know yet what I. You you don't know what I think. You'll find out. Let's get into the first track. <laughs> Something from nothing. What'd you think of this one, Lee? This is a strange song. It sounds somewhat like Tom Petty, but with an odd undercurrent of almost grunge. And it's okay, but it sounds kind of like he's wearing an old suit, like he's trying to be the heavy rock version of Father John Mystery. It's more singer-songwriter uh, like, which surprises me. It also sounds a little more progressive than I would have expected of him. Overall, it's pretty good. In fact, very good. But it catches me off guard. Yeah, this is their, this is their Sergeant Peppers, dude. This is a fucking this album. Yeah, like you're laughing because you're like, ha 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 ha! I I, I won the over. <laughs> you might have, bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, did you know that Rick Nielsen from Cheap Trick appeared on this track? I I would not have known. He played the baritone guitar. And it was recorded in Chicago, so where is Cheap Trick around? Illinois, right? Boom. Uh, <laughs> so he was, okay. He, you get it? They're using people uh, from those things. And so, this is what I think about this song. Love it how it starts slow, speeds up. Love Dave's voice. The slide in the background is amazing. The song goes funky, you know, it goes. Sweetie Lou, you know, it's freaking, it's like, it's like going, it's like, has so many musical phases in this song, it's just so awesome, and then it gets all hard, and he, and he just screams, fuck it all, I came from nothing, fucking so many progressions in this song, it's so fucking amazing, I love it, mm. all right, now we get to the next song, which you picked, The Feast uh -huh. and the Famine, so here's The Feast and the Famine on the Free Form Rock Podcast.
That was the Feast and the Famine. Why did you pick that song, Lee? This has a little bit of a John Entwistle thing, and I could imagine Roger Daltrey singing this back in the 70s. It has an odd pub bar vibe, like maybe a song by the Motors already in the Hot Rods. It's really good. It's a refreshing change from a lot of what's out there. Yeah, so this album, this song was recorded in Arlington County, Virginia, with featuring Peter Stahl and Skeeter Thompson, and they were in a band called The Scream? I guess they were a punk band. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, they're a hardcore, punk hardcore band Scream. So they're using musicians from these cities that they're traveling into, and they're, they're from that. And this song is really fucking good. It says, this, this record, man... Dave Grohl could scream. Band is on fire. Rhythm groove. The song rules. Fuck Nirvana. This band owns them. Taylor Hawkins can play the fucking drums, man. Fucking great song. Yeah. Fuck Nirvana yeah. again. Fuck Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, fuck Dave Grohl, even though he's a member of the group. Oh, sorry. Well, well he fucking didn't write shit, Nirvana. But fuck. He was the... Yeah, was yeah, a, yeah. So, so screw Dave Grohl, even though he wrote the stuff on here. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the next song, Congregation. What would you think of this one? This sounds like The Pretenders. It's interesting. Maybe it has a little too much of a blue-collar vibe, like the Michael Stanley band, for my taste. But it's very well played, and I respect it. But for me, it would be what I call filler but that's just me yeah this was recorded in Nashville Tennessee at Southern Ground Studios and it had uh, I guess the country guy Zach Brown on there oh and that I, doesn't make it any better <laughs> I love this song it's a change up on the album uh, Dave's voice is like candy on this song freaking I, I love it it's, it's send in the congregation it says, "Open Send your open your open your eyes, step into the light." What fucking great lyrics, man! This song is like it's kind of describing like they're the band, and they're on stage, and they're saying, "Bring in the fans, right?" The congregation is the fans up on stage. Uh, they're the congregation watching the band. He's describing what like Led Zeppelin did with the ocean, you know. You sing into an ocean, you hear the ocean roar. I don't see the connection, but you don't Nobody, like that. But song, they were talking so about their they were talking, talking about Let's Up and was talking about their fans in concert. And they're talking about their fans oh. of their congregation coming to see them, you know? That's deeper than I would have thought. I'll 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 get into that. But yeah, I wouldn't have thought that that's what they meant. I just thought they meant he stubbed his toe on the seashell and he wrote about it. No, it's he's talking about us, the fans, watching him in concert. Send in the congregation. Oh. Yeah. So, let's get into the next track, track four. It's like a split song, but it's the same song. It's called What Did I Do? Slash God as My Witness. So, on the Freeform Rock Podcast. And I hit the wrong button, but here it is on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
So here I go again, putting words into your mouth. This one's for me to know, and for you to find out. All that trouble I'm on about. How you gonna know? Till you hear it out loud All your heroes Where are they now? I'm lost Deliver me I cross the Okay, that's me. Okay, what did I do? God is my witness. Why did you pick this track, Lee? So God, or like, what did I do? Slash, God is my witness. Slash, I hit the wrong button. Slash, anyway, this has a definite '70s singer-songwriter vibe, like some of Graham Parker or Tony O'Kay. It's interesting. It works very well, and I can dig it. But it takes me a little bit of time to get used to how this is a newer album with an older music vibe. That's to his credit. Overall, it's pretty original, but I can't help thinking this would have worked really well if it had been released back in 1978. Yeah, it's I, I, I mean you got the same vibe off this song. I, I said yeah. song starts it starts like it's an ending. It's like you know, like they're yeah. ending a song and then it just starts going into the song. I said it's a great seventies type rocker. I go uh-huh. man, this band can play anything. Great musicians, the break and then goes into a different song seamless as God is my witness because it's actually uh-huh. it's two different songs bridged into one so it's freaking yeah. that's like a 70s thing right there you know it's freaking awesome I love this song man good pick it Lee. sounds actually yeah thanks it actually sounds like the same song with only just a little tiny bit of the lyrics changed yeah it, but it, it's two different songs there's a different vibe on God is my witness than what mm. did I do and uh, this song was okay. featuring, and this song was recorded in Studio Six A, Austin, Texas. That's where they had that show where Stevie Ray Vaughan had, you know. Ah. Uh, and it was uh, with Gary Clark Jr. You know Gary Clark Jr. No. He's one of the. Great, I know he's Guy the, Clark. But he's one of the big, the bigger, newer blues guitar players. Okay, I never heard of him. 
And you should check him out. I think you would like him, dude. Okay. And then we get into the next song, which you picked. Outside. So here's Outside on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Outside by Foo Fighters on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Why did you pick that track, Lee? Oh, this one sounds like a combination of a grunge group and the Gin Blossoms. It's really good. It's probably one of the best songs on here. I could dance to it. If I had the pull to choose a hit for this album, I'd pick this song. That's a good pick. You know who played the guitar on this song, the lead? Uh-uh. Joe Walsh. Oh, hey. Yeah, because it was recorded in Rancho Del La Luna, Joshua Tree, California. So who's from California? Joe Walsh. Wow. <laughs> and, and and he's a part of the Walsh Tree. <laughs> the Walsh Tree. Yeah, this song starts with a killer bass line. 90s type song mixed with 70s awesome. Joe Walsh plays lead on this track. So good. The break with the bass and then Joe's lead is so melodic. Man, this band, I'm going to say this and I'm probably going to get shot. This band is the Zeppelin of this gener- of this of this generation. This is this generation's I'll Led agree Zeppelin. With you. Really? Nice. I agree with you because I think Tommy Thayer is better than Ace Frilly right now. But I'm I'll I'll leave the rest of that for another day. And yeah, this is a uh, this is freaking uh this is the new Led Zeppelin man and I I don't think they're I think they're a good band to take over because they're they are so good. They don't sound the same on every album and and freaking they're amazing musicians. So don't get mad yeah. at me. I love Led Zeppelin. I'm just saying Led Zeppelin wasn't even my generation band. I wasn't born in the 60s. I, I mean was, I was even a, a if, 70s kid, but even, I was yeah. I was mainly 80s. I'm, so 80s Van Halen is mine, you know. Yeah, but I mean, even if they were considered to be the best, even by you or whatever, the thing is, if they're not around anymore, then there has to be something else beyond it, and this is what's beyond it. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, this is this generation's Led Zeppelin, because they are so big. Yeah. They could sell out arenas, they could sell out uh, freaking uh, soccer fields, freaking stadiums. Yeah. They, they rule, man. And then let's get into the next track, In the Clear. What do you think of this one? This is more like an emo song, and it isn't my type of song. The instrumentation is fine. In fact, quite good. I just don't like the actual song. The chord changes and all that. It sounds more like a vamped-up Suzanne Vega type of song, or a faster the wet sprocket song as far as I'm concerned this song could have been left out okay let's see I like this song it's not one of my favorites out there I think it has some killer wrists and Dave's voice is really good so I'm kind of there with you but I still I still won't skip it ah, but since you didn't pick the next track I did because this is my favorite song off the album I picked huh. Of Subterranean. So here's Subterranean on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Subterranean, Lee. What'd you think of that one? Oh, well, this is really cool. I like the song and I like the instrumentation. This works like a combination of heavy grunge and dreamy pop in a balance that works when it's done well. But then it gets a little bit sappy, just a little bit, so it falters a little bit on occasion, but the general vibe of it is still pretty good. It's not the best track on here, but I wouldn't skip it. Oh, it's my favorite track off this album. I love the acoustics. It's so serene and beautiful. Lyrics are amazing. What the hell? What's going on here? Ah. Freaking stupid ad on my lyric site. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I just like... I love the... There it goes again. Okay, I love oh. the lyrics. It goes, nothing left within. I've been mined. Hell and back again, subterranean. I've been digging in down inside. I will start again, subterranean. But the truth is so unkind. What do you know? How do you, how low the sky? Yet the truth is so unkind. What do you know? How low the sky? You might think you know me. I know damn well. You don't know. Oh no. Oh no. You don't. You might think you know own me. I know damn well. You don't. Oh no. No. You don't. It's I I love this huh. song. It's like buried in my heart, cannot go alone. Oh no no you don't poison the sound. God in the stone. Oh no no you don't. Nothing left huh. within. I've been mined to hell and back again. Subterranean. If I could just these lyrics are just so deep. It's like this song is like it make the song makes me happy even though the lyrics are not happy. Music. Oh. It, there's just so much going on musically with this song, and this song is just so. You take if you if you take the lyrics out, the song is just so beautiful and amazing. The the oh, instrumentation, okay. I just love this song so much. I'm happy for you. I'm happy for me too. Thank you, Lay. Uh, yeah, it can be your date for the evenings. Yeah, I'll take it. I I'll take it out and buy it. With a, the, a, the 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 song. I'll, I'll take it out and buy it some whiskey. <laughs> uh, and this song was oh I forgot In The Clear was featuring Preservation Jazz Hall Band and it was recorded at recorded at the Preservation Hall New Orleans I think that's uh, where the church was and then uh, oh. and this song was featuring Get Ben Gilbert as an American known for Death Cab for Cutie oh and this song was recorded in Seattle so Subterranean oh. was recorded in Seattle now we get to the last song on the album which there might be somebody on here you know. Do you know Tony Viscotti? Uh, not quite. He's an American record producer, musician, oh, singer. Oh, Viscotti. Viscotti. Visconti with an N. Visconti. V-I-S-C-O-N-T-I. Yes. Okay, because if, if otherwise I would say I don't know who the hell Viscotti without an N is, but no, he, he he produced some great albums. David Bowie? I could, uh, <laughs> oh, Sabisa! You don't know who they are, but they're great. Oh, okay. And it was another person on here, uh, Kristen Young, uh, she began playing piano, and she was with several artists, including David Bowie, Morrissey, Brian Monko, Placebo, and The Damned. So she was oh. on this album. This was recorded in New York City at the Magic Shop. So huh. around you somewhere. This is the longest uh, song okay. on the album, and it's called I Am A River. What would you think of this one? I like folk music, but this is an example of the type of folk music I don't, don't care uh. for. <laughs> it's the longest song on here, and after one minute, I said to myself, I have to hear six more minutes of this. The only thing I could hope for is it would change suddenly and get good. But then it did get better. It still isn't a song I'd want to hear when I put this on to hear for my own enjoyment. But at least I was able to get through it and think some of it was okay. Well, I, last song on the album, and, and this is like ear candy to me. The music, the music is so good. Uh, the lyrics are good. Shit. band is on fire. Great way to end the album, and the strings are cool also, and this song rocks. I love it. This is like my favorite Foo Fighters album. I just want to sit it and kiss it and buy it some whiskey. 
and make make love to it all night. Sorry, Diane. I'm joking. <laughs> I love you, Diane. Well, right. I'll listen to any fucking song off the album someone gave me. All right, then. That was our review. Oh, this album debuted at number two on the Billboard Top 200 with sales of 190,000 copies in the United States. As of September 2015, it sold 490,000 copies, so it's probably uh, platinum by now. That was like four years ago. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, let's see. Dave Grohl, lead and backing vocals, rhythm guitar, acoustic guitar, cymbals, Ebo on Subterranean. And producer Pat Smear, rhythm guitar, lead guitar, producer Nate Mandel, bass guitar, producer Taylor Hawkins, drums, backing vocals, producer Chris Shiflett, lead guitar, double picking on Congregation, backing vocals on In The Clear, and producer. And you have uh. additional musicians, Mark Broad, trumpet on In The Clear, Zach Brown, double picking, backing vocals on Congregation, Terry Clark Jr., lead guitar on What Did I Do, God Is My Witness, Charlie G Gabriel, clarinet, okay, I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I, 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 this I, is a long I, list of people. We only cared about Rick Nielsen and freaking Joe Walsh, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't care about Jacques Papin and Captain Kangaroo and um, um, Captain Kirk and H.R. Puffin stuff. We don't care about them on the album. But H.R. Puffin stuff I would be happy about. That's funny. It ended the ah. year. It ended the year on the Billboard Top 200 at 99. Ah. Rawr. Yeah. Rawr. Thank God it wasn't closer. All right, so let's get into our tracks of the week, shall we? And for our tracks of the week, Lee picked Devo Clockout, and I picked Buck Cherry's War Paint from their new album. All right, until Whee! next. <laughs> Until next week, say goodbye, Lee. Bye-bye. All right, man. Later, dude.
You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.